Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hiya folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 187 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on October 28th, 2019. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined as always by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey Kev. Welcome back, my friend. I'm here. Okay, yep, you, you, well, yeah, you're there to me. Uh, you're, yeah, you're to, to you, you I'm there. Yeah, uh, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day and we want to share that magic with you so pull up a chair gather the family you're popping your favorite set of headphones and let's experience the magic together Pete okay okay welcome back my friend I know I said that in the opening but I had to say it again you just had an epic uh trip in Walt Disney World I really did I had a great time yeah yeah um unfortunately we weren't able to meet up no my schedule is crazy yeah you always have that crazy We, we did see each other very briefly at New York Comic Con that's like really like two ships passing in the uh, oh, in the aisle. Oh, it was super, super brief. We were in like, it was was it on? It wasn't on the show floor, was it? Yeah, where were you going? I don't. You were going I, to Final Fantasy, was I? Oh, I was look. No, we were looking to see if there was a Final Fantasy VII demo. Okay, because we and I just, was on my way. Yeah, I was going to Contest of Champions. We had just uh, played the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot demo, my friends and I. So okay. we were hoping that Square had a demo set up for Final Fantasy VII, but Square's demo was the Avengers game, which we weren't able to get anywhere near. Um, okay. But I uh, did go to the Disney Parks panel. How was that? It was fantastic. It was the first Disney Parks panel that's ever been at New York Comic Con. Which so Right, yeah. I, never, I don't remember them doing that before. Yeah, no, they never did. And so I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be a regular part of the con going forward. Um, it was all about all the Avengers stuff that's coming. Like, so they talked a lot about, um, well, they started off, you know, they, they started it off slow. They started off talking about, um, the, the New York hotel in, uh, Paris, which they're okay. gonna, they're gonna start putting like Marvel stuff in there. Like, um, it's not gonna, like Marvel artwork and mm-hmm. props and stuff like that. Uh, then they talked a lot about like the existing stuff, like the Ant-Man and the Wasp ride, the Iron Man ride they already have in Hong Kong, um, but then they talked a lot about Avengers Campus uh, coming to Disneyland, and it sounds amazing. Like, oh, I'm so jealous that we can't have it here. Uh, Is there a launch date for that, by the way? They didn't really give a launch date, no. But they um, they went into detail about the Spider-Man ride. Like, so it's going to be like, it, it's going to be a lot like a Toy Story Mania. Okay. But like more advanced. So apparently like when you like put your hand out like Spider-Man, a web will shoot. And you have to web up these little robots that are like running rampant. Okay. So you'll be webbing up. You'll be webbing up the robots. And then like if you like pull on it, like you pull the robot and stuff like that. Like they were going into detail about that. Oh, that sounds like every kid's dream, or yeah. mine, at least when I was a kid. That's my dream right now. Uh, they right. also talked about the Avengers ride, which sounds 
like ridiculously out of this world. It looks like it starts off like a Star Tours, but then like, and this was just from concept art. It looks like the auditorium seats like break up and like you're in like an individual thing after that. Like the huh. seats are all together in a vehicle and then they all come apart. And you're in Wakanda, and it's like a big, huge battle. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it really sounds great. Um, all right, so you ready to head into the news? Yeah, let's do it. The news this week brought to you, as always, by our good friend Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation at no additional cost to you. Uh, Pete's vacation was planned by Dave Weikert of Magical sure Travel. Was. And I'm sure it was. We're going to hear more about that later on. So, uh, you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Worldwide news. Okay, so we got to talk about this. This has been kind of the big news going on in the Disney World for the last month or so is the um, the Skyliner incident. Right. And subsequent reopening. Um, so um, at the Riviera Resort um, station, two Skyliner cars collided. Remember how we were talking about how they come in hot? Yes. They're, I guess these came in a little too hot. Uh, yeah, a few Riviera, of our listeners pointed out. Riviera is not even open, right? No. I know. As right. far as I know, it's not. Um, right. So they collided and people were stranded for, I believe, upwards of three hours on that night. That's, yeah, that's what I've heard also. Yes. They had to be, um, they had to be evacuated via fire truck from what I'm hearing, which I'm like, how, what about the ones that were over the water? They have a barge. They built a barge. Um, to evacuate people who are over the water. Oh, okay. I figured they had a it's plan. It's cool. It. It's got like a whole like uh, you're literally it, like raises up and they can like get you like right out. Oh, you saw the barge. I saw it prior to this, so oh, I'm not okay. saying they used the barge, but right. I did see it prior in right. one of the videos. Now I know we're going to talk about your trip later, but did you ride the Skyliner while you were there? I I did. I was able to ride the last day. It was active. Yeah. Okay. So what what did you think? Um, game changer. Yeah, I love I loved it. It's just people are people are wary of it now. I can't say I blame them. My daughter was wary. Um, mm-hmm. I I understand the weariness. Having said that, if this thing can operate the way it should operate all the time, uh, it's gonna it'll change the transportation to. I mean, now granted, only from select locations, but right. to Epcot and Studios. Well, but you also know know that like if there's lightning in the area, they shut it down. Right. So like I went to ride it the other day. I have no luck whenever I try to ride this thing. It's always down. Um, and there was lightning like six miles out, and so it was closed. Hmm. So I was not able to ride it, which stunk. Uh, I've ridden it from Hollywood to Caribbean Beach and back again, but I have not taken it to Epcot as of yet. Right. I wanted to. It's funny. We got to ride it literally the very, very, very tail end of our trip. So I wanted to. I actually did a double trip. I, I took it back to studios and back just so I could ride it a couple times. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to do the Epcot ride just to see what it was like. Right. But then I'm like, man, I'm tempting fate. Like I have like my Magical Express bus coming. And, you know, like if I do right. this and it shuts down, like now I've made a boo boo, you know, for almost no reason. So, yeah. Um. So, Disney has released a statement on the Skyliner incident after it reopened. They said, uh, following a complete review with the manufacturer, we've made adjustments to our processes and training. We are improving how we communicate with guests during during their flight with Disney Skyliner. We again offer our deepest apologies to the guests impacted by the malfunction that resulted in extended operating delays on October the 5th. 
Beginning today, guests may travel aboard Disney Skyliner from 8 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Similar to ski lift system, Disney Skyliner may slow or come to some stops during the ride, particularly when we, when we need to accommodate guests who require additional time to load their cabin. We want to assure you that the comfort of every guest is important to us. As a reminder, Disney Skyliner connects Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios to four Disney Resort hotels, Disney's Art of Animation Resort, Disney's Pop Century Resort, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, and the forthcoming Disney's Riviera Resort, a Disney Vacation Club resort set to open December 16th, 2019. We greatly appreciate your ongoing patience and understanding, and we look forward to welcoming you back aboard Disney Skyliner. So, a little damage control. Right. Um... Yeah, it was uh it was definitely uh the talk of the Disney community for a while that like Yeah, know, when I was down there there were a lot of people talking about it. Yeah. So And you braved it. You were just like, you know, I'm 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 gonna get on it and see what happens. Uh you know, it's funny, I didn't realize how much maybe because I stayed in Caribbean Beach, I didn't realize how much merchandise they would have mm-hmm. all over the place. I wonder how merchandise sales were that week. Yeah, gosh. Um, but you know, and so with like my thing is like I didn't realize, and I should have realized that when there's lightning, they shut it down. Like, duh. Right. Like there's lightning every day, pretty much though. So, like every day, they're gonna have to shut this down for periods of time. I don't know. And what if you're Tough on your call. way to Epcot and you get off to switch? Like you're on your way to Ep- Ep- Epcot from Studios. You are in the air from Studios. Lightning starts. They ground you at Caribbean Beach. You're kind of like, what do you have to then? The buses get real crowded. Like, I guess so. Because you're kind of stranded at that point. Yeah. So uh, the it's that time of year again, Peter Mandel. Which time time is that? Time for the filming of the ABC Holiday Disney specials. Already? Yep. Okay. Uh, They will be filming in Hollywood Studios on November 7th. I'm assuming they're going to do Galaxy's Edge stuff. Because, you know, these specials are just big commercials for the parks. I love that. I do, too. <laughs> uh, they'll be filming in the Magic Kingdom November 9th and 10th. Uh, they'll be filming multiple shows that will air throughout the holiday season. So not just the Christmas morning show that we all know and love. Right. Uh, well, you know, some of us love. I know you love it, but I don't love there. Once again, there will be no parade in Walt Disney World. It will all it will be yeah. musical performances. Listen, don't get me wrong. I love the the Christmas morning show from 10 years ago. Yes. Much, 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 much more than I do now. I, my thing is, like, why why is the parade in Disneyland? Like, wouldn't it make more sense for the musical performances to be in Disneyland because all the perform- all the artists typically live in L.A.? Yeah. I think they have the I think they have the space in Disney World to do those showcases like in front of the castle and yeah. have a large crowd. I think that's why they do it. Yeah, I just wish the parade. Like, I would go to watch the parade being filmed, but like, I'm not going to go to to watch some tween pop star that I don't know who they are lip sync badly to music that I don't like. Right. Man, I just sounded really old, didn't I? <laughs> it's okay. Uh, yeah. Um. So, speaking of things that don't work, the My Disney Experience app and website are now the only way that you can make dining reservations. Okay. Which, I mean, that's fine. For, that's the only way I ever make dining reservations. I, don't, I was just going to say, how else do people do it? A lot of people still call the, the reservation center. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, 407-WDW-DINE. Yeah. Um, yep. But now you can only do that if you're booking a party of eight or more. So any less than eight, and you got you to gotta use the app and the website. I'm just hoping that, you know, 
I, 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 you know, the My Disney Experience app has gotten better. It, it's just that website, man. The crashes, the, you know. Yep. Again, it's just kind of like a company like this with all that money should be able to afford a website that doesn't crash. But, right. you know, it's got a lot of traffic coming through it. So I, I do understand it in that regard. Um, so you typically make your reservations on online, right? I do. Yeah. Do you use the app or do you use the, um, the, the website? I do. I do both. Uh, when, when the app first started, I found that they would pretty much allocate some, uh, times for the app and sometimes for the website. I guess they weren't super streamlined. Okay. This is a while ago. So I would kind of operate both at the same time to get the times that I wanted. Now I usually just will pull up my laptop and jump on there. But you know, if it's you know, it's it's funny when you make your initial run of reservations. Typically that day, because you've done all this, you are still floating back onto the app to take a look and see if you know maybe you should adjust this time or you right. know do this instead. So I, I use the app a lot, but the initial. Uh, punch is typically you know on the website have you found the app to be working a lot better now lately yeah i mean when i use it, it it seemed to be fine yeah yeah and like the the issue that i was having with mobile ordering where like i wasn't able to um like when i would make my order the app would crash it doesn't do that anymore right that's cool so, uh resort news the uh, this is one that's going to affect you i know peter mandel uh, the mcdonald's near the all-star resorts are cl- is closing for a refurbishment i'm sure you've never oh, been no. there no, I haven't, but I've seen it. Yeah, no, it's there right outside the All-Stars. Honestly, it's kind of like the place that like people go when they want like real like late night snacks when the food courts aren't open or they just want like dollar menu stuff. Uh Uber like Uber Eats drivers deliver from there a lot. Right. To the Disney resorts. Uh it's closing on October 30th and not reopening until next year. So hmm. this would be a very extensive remodel. Yeah, I don't know what they're. It already looks very modern, so I'm not sure what they're what they're adding to it. So we'll see. Maybe adding a little Disney magic to the McDonald's. I always wonder if they can cross brand stuff like that. A little Disney McMagic. Um, yep. Mobile ordering, speaking of, is coming to a bunch of the resorts. It just rolled out for Captain Cooks at the Polynesian Village Resort. So if you want to get those um, pulled pork nachos, you can do that. The Artist Palette at Disney Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, Landscape of Flavors at Art of Animation, the Riverside Mill Food Court at Port Orleans Riverside, and Gasparilla Island Grill at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. So you can now mobile order at resorts, which, I mean, to me, that's a game changer for, like, grabbing early morning breakfast at the resort. Yeah, definitely. Mobile order it on your way out the out to the room, check in when you get there. You know, you've got it sitting there waiting for you. It's already paid for or dining credited. Grab it and go. I think that's a, a huge benefit to planners like like you. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Uh, speaking of Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, the Enchanted Rose Lounge is now open at the Grand Floridian. Uh, that is the new Beauty and the Beast inspired lounge, you know, a bar, essentially. Uh, mm-hmm. It has three seating rooms and an outdoor terrace. I saw the pictures. It looks beautiful. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you go to the Grand Floridian at all this trip? I did not. No. All right. No. I mean, I normally don't, but. Yeah. Uh, water park news. There's none. Uh, Disney Springs news. 
Earl of Sandwich has won an award. Okay, for uh, TripAdvisor's Traveler's Choice Award for Fast Casual Restaurants. Now, I don't understand the hype behind Earl of Sandwich. I, I gotta tell you, my wife loves it. I think it's okay. Like, I like the ho- like the holiday sandwich is pretty good. I just, I don't know, man. Like, like with so many things at Disney Springs, Deluxe Burger. You know, um, the the Morimoto Asia street food, the food trucks, like that Earl of Sandwich is the thing that everybody loves. I'm telling you right now, if I was at Springs at lunchtime and, you know, it's funny. My wife, so with two children, my wife is probably the pickiest eater for finding something. Right. So I have to be concerned about that. I guarantee you I would be eating there. Really? Without the shadow of a doubt. What, what's your typical order at Earl of Sandwich? Do you get the holiday? What that's uh, I do, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the I thing don't to get. There. If that's what she gets. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's the one she gets. She has a sandwich she likes there, but she's so plain. It might. I don't know. I don't know what she would want. But um, I know she has like a specific sandwich that she gets there. All right, ready for some Magic Kingdom news? Yes, we got a lengthy Splash Mountain refurbishment coming in 2020. Uh, okay, January 6th to February 28th. So essentially, for the first two months of the year. There will be no Splash Mountain. There will no be no zippity doos to da. Huh. That is lengthy. It is pretty lengthy. Um, you know, Splash Mountain is oh, it goes down once a year in the winter for refurbishment. Um, I w- I did notice. I just wrote it the other day, and uh, Mr. Bluebird was working again. Okay. For the first time in a while, so he tends to go off and on. But yeah, other than that, they've added this like new, I feel like it's new, like when you're coming around that initial bend outside the briar patch, like right in the beginning of the ride, mm-hmm. they, 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 you know, when the pe- when the logs are going down, there's always that splash that comes over the left hand side that'll, that'll, that can splash you as you're about to go up into the ride. But they've right. added one like in front of it now, too. Huh. So there's like two opportunities to get wet there. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, holiday entertainment is starting a little earlier this year. It's starting November third. Usually it takes. Usually it goes a little later into that week, but it's so it's starting a few days early. And at the Magic Kingdom, that means Frozen Holiday Wish, which I love. Okay. I do love I Frozen Holiday Wish. Uh, the Holly Jelly Trolley Show during the day. And the holiday finale to Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair will be back this year. Okay. So there you go. Is uh, it ever really too early for holiday stuff? No, not at all. I, I I can listen. I can listen to Christmas music any time of the year. Um, I know a lot of people aren't like that. If you try, like people are touchy enough because for me, so I'm one of those people that like once Halloween is over, like I mean twelve oh one on November first. It's Christmas time now. I I don't I think Thanksgiving is a great time for a meal. I don't think it deserves like all this like happy like people are like you're 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 moving past Thanksgiving. I'm like no, like Thanksgiving still exists. I'm still going to eat turkey and whatnot. But like I see Thanksgiving as a bump in the road on the way to Christmas. Yeah, my son this year has decided that uh, this coming weekend after Halloween, when all the Halloween stuff comes down, that he wants to go straight to Christmas. Yeah, like, why not? Like, look. I don't know if I have a problem with it either. With the way this world is, sometimes you need a little Christmas. 
Yeah, it doesn't that Christmas doesn't bother me. Yeah, um, yeah, people, uh, but like, as much as people are like really weird about it, like in November, they're so much worse about it before Halloween. Um, but yeah, so I will be, uh, which is funny because I'm actually having a Halloween party at my house on November second. So, all right, a little post Halloween action. Yeah, well, I figure I can go November first to all the Halloween stores and buy up all the candy and decorations for like nothing. That's true. And as part of the party at the for like the last hour, you can have everyone help you take it down. Yeah, yeah. take it down and put Christmas stuff up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Epcot news: We got some Epcot news. The first phase of Epcot's new entrance is now open. Okay. Uh, so that means there's a new tram station loop for the parking tram, and a new security checkpoint. So it's like once you get off the parking tram, security's right there. And what that means is that you no longer have to go through security if you've come through on the monorail. Oh wow. Yeah, because you've already you've already gone through security at the TTC before getting on right. the monorail, so you won't have to go through it again at Epcot. That was like the major complaint that people had taking the monorail to Epcot was I went through security, now I have to go through security again. Yep. Yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah. Uh new names have been added to the Candlelight Processional this year. Um Warwick Davis. Okay. Right? So cool. Did I tell you I met Warwick Davis recently? No, but I, you know we all love him. Yeah, I met him at um, uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot to tell this story. Just like walking around? Uh, he was filming something. Huh. I forget what was going on. Oh, it was the open Hagrid's, um, the Hagrid ride was opening. Right, right. And so I guess they were filming stuff with mov- with people from the movies, and Warwick Davis plays like five different characters in Harry Potter. Yep. So, you know, as we're walking by the Grimald place all of a sudden I see like people and I'm like is that Warwick Davis and it was he was just sitting there talking to people so I just you know I walked by I said hello Mr. Davis and he he's, you know he said hello back and that was it I didn't like want to bother him but... I just saw him in Maleficent 2 oh how was it uh my kids really liked it Ugh. all right you know my feelings on the Maleficent movies yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I get it. Uh, Cheetah Rivera also new this year, I believe, or was just okay. added. So that that means it, it's Ming Na Wen, Neil Patrick Harris, Whoopi Goldberg, Isabella Rossellini, Cheetah Rivera, Gary Sinise, Pat Sajak, Warwick Davis, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Edward James Olmos, Marley Matlin, and Lisa Ling. Okay, so that's your lineup. Uh, Test track closing for a refurbishment. How long? A six week refurbishment for Test Track. Wow. Yeah. January 13th to February 27th. Apparently, it's going to be a software upgrade. Hmm. So there's no actual discernible changes coming to the ride. It's just they're upgrading all the ride software. We got some Animal Kingdom news. Okay. Uh, Villains are coming to the animation experience at Conservation Station. Now, what does that mean? No, it doesn't mean characters. It means that uh, the animation experience is kind of like what they used to do at Hollywood Studios where you can learn to draw Disney characters. Well, now you can also learn to draw villains. Okay. Among them are Scar from The Lion King, Bruce from Finding Nemo, though I wouldn't really call him a villain. Oh, yeah, I don't either. Not at all. Like, not like Frollo. I mean, like, that guy's the worst. Uh, like, legit worst. Yeah. Like, uh, Hopper. You have Hopper from A Bug's Life. He's definitely a villain. Uh, Shere Khan from The Jungle Book, and TikTok Croc from Peter Pan, who, again, I wouldn't call a villain. For real, just hungry. Yeah. Like, he's just doing what he does. Right. Like Shere, Khan, like Shere Khan, yeah, he's a tiger, and but like, like he's malicious about this. 
You know, like like he he makes it personal with Mowgli. Whereas like TikTok Croc is just like I want to eat this pirate. And should we really care that he wants to eat this pirate? Like cuz he's real. the villain. It's not like he's trying to eat Peter Pan. Right, so is TikTok a good guy? No, because like if Wendy had actually been pushed off that that plank, right. TikTok Croc would have would have had him some British food. Right. Like, right. you know, it would have it would have went down. Like Croc's going to do what a Croc's going to do. Correct. Um Hollywood Studios news. Uh Star Tour as we all expected, Star Tours will be getting an update when The Rise of Skywalker comes out on December 20th with a new world from the movie. Right. I'm assuming it's going to be Endor like if that is Endor where the Death Star has crashed. You don't think it is? No, it's not. Where where do you think it is? Um I think it's it's near Endor, sure. Like I think it's Endor the planet, not the forest moon of Endor. Uh I don't think it's that either, but okay. No? Okay. Do you know something? I mean, I don't know. Define know something. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, there will be some new worlds, uh, and it opens alongside the movie. I love when they do this. Me too. Though I will say that Jakku world, like, I, I groan every time I get Jakku because for some reason it really, that one really jostles you around. Um, I had, like, the best, I had a completely, and I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it when we talk about my trip, but I had a completely all new Star Tours, and, I don't know if that's something that'll ever happen again in my lifetime. Oh, you know what? Let's let let's let's put a pin in that and save yep. that for post commercials because that sounds awesome. Uh, Frozen Two is getting a sneak peek at Walt Disney Presents. It's replacing Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Um, I'm willing to bet Peter Mandel that by the end of the movie she wasn't all that evil. Um, yeah. I'm also Surprise. willing to bet that during the movie she wasn't all that evil. Uh, I'm also willing to agree with you on that. Yeah. Uh, the, and now finally our last bit of news this week, the names of all the food at the use, you actually sent me this link, uh, during the week, the names of all the food have been, uh, simplified at docking Bay seven over in galaxy's edge. Yeah. So the shock roast is now pot, pot roast and, um, not loving this. I, I, I don't love it either. Um, you I know, get I did, get the reasoning behind it. Like I, I do too. They did it in world, not land. I, I think a lot of that is because I think land is local. Yes, absolutely. Um whereas world is getting constant new faces into Galaxy's Edge. So uh, listen, I don't think they would have done it if they weren't experiencing problems. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure. I mean it doesn't mean I like it, but No, I mean I'm I'm very much the same. Um <clears throat> Oh, you know, one thing I forgot to bring up, uh, a little bit of extra Disney Springs news. They are adding a new VR experience at the Void. Yeah, I'm actually doing it on Friday. Not at the Void in Disney World, but at the one that's in New York City. Oh, there's a Void in New York City? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. They put one right in the Oculus. Wow. Okay, cool. Temporary location, but it's been there for a while. So Yeah, so kinda... it is a Marvel-themed one. Yep. You yep. can be either in a Black Panther vibranium suit or an iron man suit and uh yeah you're you're, you're i'll, I'll you're, let you know how it is yeah please do because i'm excited like, this is it looks really good yeah i'm i i've tried to stay away from any kind of spoiler because i, I want to go in completely surprised yeah same same 
Uh, okay, well, that's the news this week. Awesome. Right? All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to hear from our sponsors and the rest of the White Dragon podcast. Now we're going to be back with our e-ticket attraction of the week. So stay tuned, folks. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. you got to pack everything up. you got to figure out where you're eating. you got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it were his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weiker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weiker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you gotta return them before you leave the park that day. This is gonna make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are gonna thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com.
Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic work days to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks, with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. Hello, humans! My name is Morty Monster, and I'm... uh, Well, I'm a monster. I'm here as an exchange student from the Monster World, where growing up I fell in love with the world of human pop culture. Unfortunately, not a lot of monsters share that passion, so I came here to experience all of these things that I love and to share that passion with all of you. I do this through my YouTube channel with regular video blogs. One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonster and friends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster. Folks, when Pete and I first started Two Men and the Mouse, going back about five or so years, yeah, about five years ago now, um, it was really a pastime between Disney trips and like kind of keep the magic alive between trips. So Disney trips have kind of always been the anchor of the show. And so whenever, I mean, I you know, I ended up moving to Orlando, so I have kind of been on a prolonged four-year Disney trip. But with, you know, when, when Pete and his family go on Disney trips, we love to sit and talk about them and dissect them and find out the observations that Pete has made during this trip. So what did he like? What did he hate? What was he passionately ambivalent about? 
Uh, these are things that we're going to explore today in our e-ticket attraction of the week when we talk about Pete's 2019 Walt Disney World vacation. And of course, this e-ticket attraction is brought to you by our friends at KingdomStrollers.com for all of your Walt Disney World crib and stroller rental needs. Uh, so, just an overall impression. I, I had a great time. Yeah, I mean, I would say if you came back and we're just like this was the worst trip ever. No, like no weird illnesses or anything like no, that. No, I, I think that's half the reason why I had such a great time because I was so sick on my last trip. It was I nice remember. to go hundred percent. Yeah, no, I remember you were sick as a dog on your last trip. Yeah, yeah. Like it takes a lot to sideline you on a Disney trip. Yeah, I I am like you know the Terminator when it comes to these trips. Yes, but the first two Terminators, not the. Uh, you know, not like the new one. I, mean, I haven't seen the new one, so maybe. The I mean, it looks I ter- it looks terrible. Um, I've heard it's not great, but I'm going to say it. There has not been a good Terminator movie since Terminator Two. Like, well, it's funny because all the commercials are like the best Terminator movie since T Two, but I mean that's not really saying much. No, like it's like what is it? Just bad instead of absolutely atrocious. Right, right. Oh, that Christian Bale one didn't even have Arnold in it. Yep, like, never oh. saw it. Never saw Salvation. Yeah, I did. In theaters. Ugh. Um, anyway, moving right along. Uh, so, what? All right, so my trip. Yeah, what time are you waking up to get to the airport for this one? Early. Uh, we left the house at four. Okay, so you're waking the kids up around what three? Nah, the kids are pretty much showered and ready to go from the night before, which wasn't that many hours ago. So okay. they're kind of just rolling out. So, right. you know, three thirty, we're all kind of like getting. Like our gear together. Are you guys magic bands on the plane kind of people, or are you? Oh waiting? yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm magic band. We put our magic bands on at the house, and you know we're we're like good to go. Yeah, I always find that interesting, like how people do that. Um. Okay. Uh, the couple sitting next to me on the plane did their magic bands while on the plane, which I thought was cute. I wanted oh, to like chime in and cute. talk, but but I didn't really do that. You should have. You should have interrupted their moment and been like. Hey, magic bands, huh? Where are uh, you guys going? <laughs> um, all right, so good flight. Yeah, flight was perfect. What airline did you take? Went JetBlue. I I usually do. I do JetBlue or United usually. Me I've been too, doing United make- out of out of Newark a lot because the United, well, yeah, the United yeah. area, like the the terminal is just so nice and yeah. But yeah, all right. So you get there, um, Magical Express. Yeah, do Magical Express. Now, this first day I knew might have been, like, uh, rainy. We knew that going in. So we Magical Express to the hotel where I potentially make an error. I did not. I'm not an online check-in person. Mm-hmm. Um, or I should say I wasn't an online check-in person because now I think I am from now on. Okay. So I get there and a bus had just spilled out ahead of us. So the check-in line is enormous. At which point I'm immediately like, man, why why do I have this aversion to doing the online check-in? So from now on, I'm going to do the online check-in. There's, look, the online check-in's great. I don't know why I don't. Yeah. like It's not like I need someone at the counter to give me information. You know, you know and, what I mean? Well, my, for me, like my first online check-in experience, I was just like, I'm going to miss that interaction in the lobby. Like, like right. that was always part of the magic for me. But then I'm like, ah, I can just go right to the room and, and just go right in with my magic well i'm with you now kevin i no longer need to do online check-in let me tell you why because as i'm online 
a, a guy. Um, hmm, what was it? I almost remember his name too. I want to say it was AJ. You <laughs> mean positive. wait? You mean you mean while you're on the line, not well, online? Well, I'm while I'm on the line to check in. Okay. One of the people pulls me offline. He's pulling people off in front of me with an iPad, and he's like, "I'll I'll check you in." Yeah, they so do that start- sometimes. He starts checking me in right there. So I'm like, oh, this is great. So he checks me in. Everything's gold. We go and check our bags at Bell Services, the ones we don't want to carry in the park. Right. And we're on our way to Epcot. Okay. So we took the bus to Epcot. Super convenient. Uh, yes. Now, we deluxe meal plan this time, which I've done only one time in my life. Yeah, I can't we, believe you did that again. You know, when I crunched the numbers, we had a bunch of big meals we wanted to bang out on this trip. So it was actually kind of cost effective. To add another breakfast, do deluxe. It actually ended up working out fantastic. Okay. Uh, will I do deluxe next time? No, because to be honest with you, I miss Disney counter service. I know that sounds silly, but no, uh, not to me at all. I I adore Disney counter service. Me I adore it a little too much. And there is also, if you're paying for deluxe, there is no point in doing counter service. It it's, it works against you. Oh, absolutely. You're so, wasting money. So at that for point. me, next trip will be a just standard dining plan. Now, did you take any of your dining credits and like put them toward like snacks or like? Well, no, because you have so many snacks. I mean, geez, you get two snacks per person per night. So I was like loaded down with snacks. I mean, we used the last, we used our last snack like you know, fifteen minutes before getting on the uh, departing right Magical Express. So, okay. uh, so we had an early uh, uh, lunch set up at Coral Reefs. I don't love so now so this is a, a huge wait this is a huge break in tradition here yeah yeah well now our first lunch we typically bang out lunch at electric, electric umbrella. umbrella right which is but i which told is, ethan got, is it gone no it's not gone no it was still there we got pictures of ethan in there he got a cupcake he you know we we did that we made sure we, we fulfilled his electric umbrella oh i was about to say That's like fun. like how is this allowed to stand so it's he was like, cool, that because he'd rather go to like a nicer like, sit down place. So we went there. Now, immediately upon sitting down, uh, they're like, hey, are you guys on the Disney dining plan? So I'm like, well, I sure am. I'm like, this is my first meal. We literally just got here. I'm um, like, so can we scan your band? They go to scan my band. They're like, oh, nope, you have no dining plan. <gasps> so I'm like, oh, well, I do have a dining plan. Like, maybe you're like, you know, reading that incorrectly. And they're like, mm, no. So I am now furiously texting our buddy Disney Dave Weicker. Right. And I'm like, what? And I you know it's not his fault. I know that, you know, I, I know it's not my fault because, geez, I paid for it. Right. So I'm like, huh, we got to figure this out. So they're like, our manager is trying to call. They're like, did you check in already? I'm like, I did check in. They're like, our, our manager is trying to call Caribbean Beach. Oh, this is they're a check in issue. So at this point, my wife, who I'm like, cool, let's just see what comes of this. My wife is like, no, and takes out her phone and calls Caribbean Beach and is like, can you tell me what's going on here? And they're like, well, you didn't link a credit card to your magic band, but I never do that. So I'm like, huh, I'm like, that can't be it. Like, so you're telling me I can only use like the the dining plan if I link a credit card to it. That's not the case. Right. So she's like, yeah. So anyway, it ends up that they come back and. The nice gentleman who pulled me out of line and checked us in didn't really check us in correctly. Oh. So we weren't really checked in. So if you had just done the online check-in like most modern... I would have saved a lunch where I spent half the time like having conversations with management and Oof. staff. So, so there you go, online uh, check-in, no human error. Right. 
So from now on, Pete is an online check-in person. Right. So uh, not a great start, but geez, not terrible. You know what I mean? I'm on vacation. I, I, so... Online check-in is great because like it just texts you when your room is ready, gives you the number, and you just go right. go in. Like it's that easy. That sounds perfect. So that worked out, and by the end of the meal, they weren't you know yelling at me for money. They took my meal credits. It all worked out. <laughs> you weren't washing dishes in the kitchen. No, no, we uh, we made it work, so Good. that was pretty okay. What'd you have uh, at uh, Coral Reef? Oh man, I think I had. They have like a seafood boil with like lobster and stuff. It was yeah, pretty... yeah, like kind of thing you can get at like um, Joe's Crab Shack. Yep, uh, probably not the best meal on my trip, but I knew it wouldn't be. You know what I mean? Like that's why like I did it for lunch. So we did spend the day in Epcot, but a lot of that day was spent in Poncho. Ugh, okay. Now, I realized something else about ponchos. I am no They're longer dumb. a poncho person, and I'm going to tell you why. Wow, okay. Let's hear it. You're finally coming it's over just, to my side of the force. I, I do almost agree with you, although I have a reason for mine. So when it is raining, but it is also warm. Now, it wasn't crazy hot, but it was warm. Uh, so if you have a poncho on, yes, you're staying dry, but you are completely like no longer – like the breeze is no longer getting to you. Right, you're you are soaked in sweat. Killed in poncho it's a terrible idea Mm -hmm. it's like just doesn't does not work for me and also being like you know six one like that i need like a long poncho you know what i mean welcome to the wet wet anyway welcome to the wet side of the force my friend yeah so i'm no longer a poncho person okay all right so now the rest of this epcot day you get out of coral reef you had your seafood boil what's the first thing that you do um man that's a great question we did um spaceship earth Ah, one last trip on Spaceship Earth. Yeah, yeah. How was that? Was it somber? Were people sad? Yeah, well, you know that's Ethan's favorite ride. Yeah. So he was uh, he was a little bummed out about it, but uh, that was great. Oh, listen, let me tell you this. One last time. We, I mean, we never stopped making that joke. Yeah. Uh, the, you know I love Future World almost more than any other area of any Disney theme park. Right. I got to tell you, the construction is so immense. Yeah. Like when it, I saw I, it, when I saw all the walls, I was like, Pete's going to hate this. And don't get me wrong. I get it. We're having a brighter tomorrow. But man, today stinks. Like I was <laughs> yeah. bummed out. I mean, well, I when you can't even there. when you can't even walk straight past the pin shop, that big wall. It's crazy. That's, yeah, it's crazy. Like I got there. I just want to take a photo pass picture. It's going to rain. Like I, I'm like, man. This is like not like I was a little bummed out. Now, don't get me wrong. Start a vacation. I'm not really bummed out, but definitely like loses the wonderful feel that, you know, you had previous. Well, yeah. I mean, the walls like you are hitting walls for the second you get through security. Yeah, because you have the wall. You have the big wall outside where they're removing the leave a legacy. Yeah. And then once you get past Spaceship Earth, it's just walls, walls everywhere. It's It's a wall world after all. And the walls are so nice. Yes. That I almost hate it in a way. Does that make sense? When you see walls with beautiful Epcot like logos and lights on them, you're like, mm. oh, man, these walls could be here for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these aren't walls that are here for the week. No. These things are going to be for a while. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're, well, well, the big wall that was right there in the center is because they're removing the Fountain of Nations. Yeah. Which I can't believe I just said those words. Like... Uh, well, are they are they removing it or are they making it like? From what, as far uh, as like I know, they're fountain. they're like removing it and building something new. Oh, there's no new Fountain of Nations. I don't think so. Not from what hmm. I saw in that uh, in that art. I could be wrong. 
I don't know either. To happen. It's been, you know, it happened once a couple of years ago. I was wrong. Um, but now, uh, did you eat at Garden Grill? Yeah, Garden Grill was our dinner spot. Oh, I forgot. Deluxe plan, right. Okay, so yeah. you're able to... So you're having I had more a great time, meal. actually. So I've never done this before, as I'm not a local. You probably have, but I have not. When we went to Garden Grill two years ago, we had a fantastic waiter named Bob... Who completely like you know grilled my son the whole time? No pun intended. And like yeah, was he garden grilled him. Get it? So when I went in, we walked over to to check in, and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm checking in, blah blah blah. I'm like, you know, we were here two years ago. We had this fantastic waiter named Bob, and the girl's like, oh, Bob's working. You want to sit in this section? Oh my gosh. So I'm like, yes. He was so, still there. That's still there. So I got to sit in Bob's section. We it was, and it was the him. same Bob. It wasn't like. Same Bob. Yep. They knew. As soon as I said, there were people that asked for Bob all the time. They knew exactly who I was looking for. So I was like, oh, awesome. So got to sit in Bob's section, which Ethan was thrilled about. Uh, it was great. That was really fun. You know, it's so funny because I my memory is so terrible lately. Um, I. Like, I'll have a, a great waiter or a great Jungle Cruise skipper, and I'll be like, I got to remember their name so I can ask for them next time. And by the time, like, like I had, a, I had the best Jungle Cruise skipper of my life last week. Okay. By the time I hit the magic carpets of Aladdin, I forgot what his name was. <laughs> well, Like, the it, second it, I thought about literally anything else, it was just gone. Right. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, But, but anyway. So, we did Garden Grill, which is always great. Mm-hmm. Um. It's funny. He asked us for a list of Disney movies that have one word titles. Ooh, Bambi. So, and he, I think he Aladdin. said there were 26. I can't remember the name, the number of them. So I'm like plowing through this list and Cinderella. I'm killing it because I mean, I know everything. And I'll tell you, like, so I'm, I come up with, uh, you can't, you can't use your phone, obviously. I come up with, uh, do you remember the movie Valiant? Yeah. Valiant was a movie when Disney was on like iffy ground with Pixar in the beginning. They'd started developing this movie. Ewan McGregor's in it. Um, it, I mean, Valiant gets no, you know, I've never even seen it, but I remember they made it. I get Valiant. No one cares. I got Valiant. Everyone's like, no one oh, cares. You got Valiant. Like, I would, I would have given you a standing ovation for that. So we missed one that we couldn't get. And I'm like, I can't figure out what this one is. You know, I'm like really good at this. So, uh, Bob's like, okay, it's about a girl who underwater, and my daughter's like, Ponyo. So I'm like, Ponyo? It's Studio Ghibli. Like, does yeah. that count? And that Disney helped produce Ponyo. Okay. But I never realized the connection there. But huh. interesting. I was amazed that Bob knew Ponyo because, you know. Well, Bob knows but everything. He had a really great time. Okay. Um, so now, at the end of this day, are you taking in Epcot Forever? No, so this is my first travel day. We've been up since three thirty in the morning. I typically we go from Garden Grill to the room, but our test track fast pass was ruined by rain. So we were gonna go back and do test track as okay. soon as dinner, which is what we did. So you did test so, track and then back to the room. Correct. All right, now day two. Day we're, two we're, is the day. Where is this is this this is the day? Yeah, so day two is gonna be Go, yeah, right. This is what I've been. I have been waiting for over a week to talk for over two weeks to talk to you about this. Yeah, because I didn't want to like I, I wanted to hear it for the first time on the show. And like 
you said a couple little things to me about it, but I didn't really press you on questions. So take me there, Peter Mandel. You're walking through. You enter, I'm assuming, by Muppet Vision, right? Through the main entrance? Yeah. Or, okay. Yep. Yep. So main you, entrance. That you, like giant arch. You, you're walking through. Just take I got me there, there early. I didn't get there crazy early. I didn't really feel the need to do a 6 a.m. opening. Okay. What time did you get there? I'll say we were outside the gate of Batu at like 7.15. Okay, fair. Um, uh, listen, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I'm not even quite sure I understand all the critiques that everyone's having. Yeah, I, I don't either. Um, I, I mean, so a couple things, right? Like, number one, it's not a theme park. I, I think maybe people are kind of confusing like what a land is with like, Oh, I thought there'd be like so much more. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I've heard people say it has, Oh, it doesn't, it lacks like magic. I don't know what people are talking about. It, I think it has, it's yeah. so immersive. It, it's so immersive. And like, like I, I, I can only imagine that people were expecting like X-wing Dumbo rides and stuff like that. Like, I, I mean, now granted, uh, you know, there's one ride. You know, for the next couple of weeks anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I do get that. But I mean, you're talking, we are in the first like months of rollout, yeah, right? There's one ride, but there's also two experiences there. And the ride's awesome. Yeah. Um, All right. So you get in, you're in the resistance camp, you're seeing the X-Wing, you're seeing the A-Wing. Like, right. what are your feelings in this moment? Like, you uh, as well, a lifelong yeah, Star Wars fan. favorite Star Wars ship of all time. So I was so happy to see it. Yeah. They also had photo pass photographers at both. So I forced my kids who want to go in and see what else there is to wait on this, you know, three person line and get photo pass pictures, which thank God I did. Cause later on, there either A, were no photo pass photographers there or B, it was a madhouse. Yeah. So. For someone like me who loves PhotoPass pictures, banging them out first thing in the morning was the best move that I made. Yeah. Because it was yeah, not that... easy later on. Were uh, Ray and Chewie out there when you were in the resistance camp or not Not yet? when I first got there, but I did see them later on in the morning. Cool. They were fixing an A-Wing. Oh, they're fixing the A-Wing? Usually they're fixing yep. the X-Wing. No, they were fixing the A-Wing. Oh, I guess the A-Wing broke now. All right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, so you do you walk so now when you um when you walk past the resistance camp, are you walking through the bazaar or are you walking off to the right of it? Um like the bazaar with all the little shops in it. Yeah, no, I walked off to the right. Okay. You know, in that bazaar there is a little thing that um someone pointed out to me. Um I think my friend Zach pointed out to me. Um you've got a bunch of like speeders there and it's got like some Aramesh writing on it and the Aramesh if you do the uh translation is LMA for lights motors action. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, a little Disney Easter egg. Um I love all right, that. so you walk around the right. Um you go now are you going into Den of Antiquities yet or are you moving past it to go to the to Smuggler's Run? Uh, we wanted to do Smuggler's Run right away. Okay. I, so, I, I mean, I, I take that back. We wanted to go to Den of Antiquities, but I mean, I knew I should go to Smuggler's Run first. Yeah. So you walk, you walk past Den of Antiquities, um, and you see the fal- the Falcon comes into view for the first time. I mean, like, yeah, awesome. Yeah, like it's so big, right? I love it. I love even the the viewpoints that they've set up so that when you like walk through, you you kind of like it. It just you know it's there. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's awesome. Now, what kind of um, what kind of wait time did you have here for? The- it was sixty five minutes. Okay, not bad. 
it ended up being, I think, by the time I walked out, like back to, you know, humanity outside, I think it ended up being about 55 minutes. So it's about 10 minutes short of the uh, wait time. Okay. All right. So you, so, you, you go through, um, mm-hmm. you, you go into the, so talk, walk me through the queue here. How do you like that? I thought the queue was great. So I, I am a little baffled by the fact that the line seems to be outside all the time. Yeah. Like, we don't have, like, a plan for, like, where those people wait. I mean, that line just stretches through that area. Almost mm-hmm. like that's the planned version for it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, it goes past the cantina. Sometimes it can, yeah. It does, I'm like, like, wow, like, this is, like, where we do with this. Like, what if there was, what if Star Wars was massive? Like, I mean, insane crowds. I've like, seen it, like, you know that little area on the outside, um, the outside area where there's, like, that little um, snack stand that they put in? Right. Um, I've seen them kind of open up to the backstage area. Like the first day that it opened, they had opened up to the backstage area. And okay. so people were lined up in there. So we did that. I thought the line was great. I like that they have, I mean, I, having the little where you can buy the drinks on yeah. the line, I think is not a bad idea. That's They, they started doing that with Pandora. Um, and they do it in the Safari now as well. Oh, interesting. They do it in a couple I, I, different rides, yeah. Listen, if anyone's going to say, oh, like they're just trying to sell you more stuff. Of course they are. If you don't have to buy it, they're not making you buy a drink. Yeah, but I mean, there's so, so many times where I'm just like, man, I wish I could have a drink in this line. Like, Right. I thought that was a great idea. Yeah, me too. Um, I like the whole queue. I mean, I had watched the Hondo stuff before, so right. seeing it in person was great, but I mean, I knew what was coming. It's a pretty amazing uh, animatronic, though. It's an unbelievable animatronic. I mean, I understand when people are like, is that real? Like, it is it is a really, really good one. Yes. Uh, so you you get, so after that, after Hondo, you go into the room and you get your um, assignments. Correct. So we were orange team, which I found fitting because I love orange. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, so we had two pilots, two gunners, which is what I expected. Um, my daughter has no interest in being a pilot. She just wanted to shoot stuff. So Ethan and I got to be the pilots. Uh, I will say, you know, the little room that you wait in where, with the table and everything, mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, you have plenty of time. I had no time. Sometimes you have plenty of time. Sometimes you have zero time. We had zero time. Like my kids sat at that table. I took a picture. I like they started calling us. So I was like, I'm listen, I'm sitting at this table. So I sat at that yeah. table and got a picture. And like we like went and they were like all of us. Um, I've always felt so, they should have a photo pass photographer in there. I'm amazed they don't. But I guess it would create a line. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's just kind of organized that, I, chaos at that point. Did you see like the porg nests and stuff like that? No, dude. I, you understand. What I just you told no, you is what happened. You had no time. Okay. I wanted to get a picture at that table, and they were already calling us. Like, we were like, oh, okay. It was go time. So were you left? Were you in Han's seat, or were you in Chewie's seat? I was in Chewie's seat. That's where I always sit. Like, I'm, I'm whenever I've been pilot, I've been He was concerned about piloting. Like, that is uh, top and bottom, right? Yes, up down. Right. So I think Ethan was concerned about the fact that it's like reverse. You know what I mean? They like are inverted of... controls, yes. Right. So I was like, okay, I'll do that one. You can you can do this one. So Okay, so how many how many uh so what's your what were your impressions of the ride as your as your piloting? I thought it was really fun. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. But I'm the worst person to ask about this cuz I got to sit in the cockpit of the Lion Falcon. So Yeah, and that was how I felt too. Like you're getting, you know, the most subjective, you know, mm-hmm. answer here. 
Um, hey, so how many? Those, how I, many? Um, how many things of coaxium did you get? Oh, I don't even remember. We did terrible. I think our percentage is that what it is? Like yeah. they, have, they give you like a percentage out of a hundred. I think we had like twenty nine. Okay, so the Falcon sustained some heavy damage, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it didn't go great, but went wonderfully. Awesome. That's great. And then you 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 get outside. Now, what's the next thing that you do now that you've got smugglers run out of the way? Okay, so now we need to go to Den and Antiquities and make a first run. At, you uh, like, yes, you do. Okay. I won't go into I won't go into crazy detail of how bananas this all went. On top of the fact that I had uh, credits from so many people here who wanted like things, that when I put together my table full of stuff there and like opened my wallet, the poor girl there, <laughs> who's completely in character, but like when I pulled out cash, like I thought she was gonna like pass out. She literally <laughs> had to call like someone over. Like, they do not see cash in Disney World anymore. They were yeah. like, oh. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this works on my planet. You know, like, <laughs> she was like, N- I have to get someone. I'm like, okay. So uh, I did make an initial run and ship all that uh, stuff home. Yeah, how much stuff did you have to buy? Uh, I mean, it wasn't crazy, crazy. A bunch of holocrons and... No, the only holocrons purchased were from me and Ethan. But people wanted lightsabers. Nolan wanted Darth Vader's castle. Yeah, um, that is a pretty sweet thing. How much was that? Two hundred. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I mean, it's not huge. I feel like two hundred is a fair price for it. It lights up really well. Uh, the lava lights up. So oh, even like so the lava, cool. like you know, the lava fall on it, like lights up. It's actually really nice. That store is just camp. Like I love that store. Yeah, I will say this though. Like people, you know, couldn't stress enough how small yes. those stores are. They are miniature. Yeah. So were there a lot of people in there? Because the last time I was in there, there was like nobody in there, and it was wonderful. I was able to really walk. Yeah. No, there was no one things. in there when I was there either, which is why I wanted to bang out that first run of stuff while there was no one there. Um, did you see the baby so. sarlacc? Yeah, loved it. I love there's, there's, there's a baby sarlacc in there. You can't buy. It's not something to purchase. It's like a it's no. part of the decor. Right. Um, they had a woman there explaining about it and stuff. That yeah. was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked all that. Okay, so you're 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 out of there, and are, you didn't get to go to the cantina, right? No, I didn't really have much interest in the cantina. I mean, of course I do, but you know, my kids don't really care about you know drinks. You well, know? there's Captain Rex in there. That's why I figured you'd. That's true. Out. That is true. Um, so then we went and did lightsabers cause we were able to go early. There was no one there. Okay. Yep. So now I have not done this. So take me there. Uh, I loved it. I'm, I a hundred percent thought it was the coolest thing ever. I understand again, people, you know, if you want to go in and, and not love it, I get that. And it is a steep price tag It's 200 bucks, but I like the whole show angle of it. Um, I don't know. I thought it was really fun. Like uh, for me and Ethan to be able to build our own lightsabers and pick our kyber crystals. What what, kind uh, of, the, what what did you pick for your saber? I went with the nature esque saber, which we knew I was gonna because I wanted the rancor tooth end cap. Yeah. Ethan chose a very Sith based lightsaber. Okay. So you have to wear a pin. They give you a pin and you put it on, and that's how they know which um, kit to put in front of you to choose pieces. Right. Right. So later on in the day, after we had our lightsabers, my son, we still had our pins on, and Vi Marathi, like came up to my son to basically poke around and ask questions about like the lightsaber he built. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, which I thought was, was very funny. That's really neat. Yeah. 
Uh, so like it, they do like a whole like show with it, right? I haven't even watched. Yeah, they the do, and it's it. cool. And and they like invoke like the Jedi's and the the room changes colors as they're talking about different Jedi's based on their lightsaber. Oh, so cool. Uh, listen, I'll tell you the best thing that happened. This is I love Disney attention to detail. At the end of the show, when you light your lightsabers up, and yeah, everyone's about the lightsaber, and they explain that they're going to give you a bag on the way out, and blah 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 blah. So I'm standing right by the door, the exit door. So we all light our lightsabers up, and as I light mine up, I do think I see what looks like a dead spot in my blade. Right? Oh, okay. And I can't really tell, so I lit it again, and I couldn't, I couldn't really find it. But, you know, at the same time, I'm trying to pay attention and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I turn around. They're like, okay, everyone go. Like, you get your bags, blah, blah, blah. So I turn around, and this girl, like, beelines from across the table right over to me. And she's like, light your lightsaber. So I, like, lit it. And she's like, yeah. She's like, we have to get you a different blade. I'm just saying, I appreciate Disney's attention. No, I'm sure this happens, like, yeah. you know, every day. But the fact that she saw it from across the room and was like, okay. Right. I got like- yeah, like she ran right Made to you. Made sure and... I went home with the right product. That's you great. know. So yeah, I did appreciate that. That is awesome. I like that. Um, okay, so post lightsaber. Now, now you you know you're you're flying high now. You're you, you've got a lightsaber. You rode the Millennium Falcon. Is it time to eat or? Um. Yeah. Now, are you doing go... the food in Galaxy's Edge? No, I cannot give up going to sci-fi. Okay. So we went to sci-fi, had our wonderful time as always. Um, I'll give you a great example though. Sci-fi on the deluxe dining plan, terrible. And only because like, I feel like I should order something grandiose, like a mm-hmm. steak or something instead of getting like a burger, which is what I really want. Right. Of course. So that's when I figured out like that. Don't order something. Cause it's like you could instead of the thing you actually want. So, right. uh, but we love it. My kids love sitting in sci-fi. It never gets old. I think I realized the woman in front of me was like walking up, right? Like she didn't have a, a reservation and they were like, you know, the wait time's probably about 90 minutes and you're going to be sitting at one of these tables. And they held up the little picnic style tables that yeah. are in the back. So I wonder if sci-fi does reservations at the cars and the tables are for walk up because could you imagine making like your you know, 180 day out? like reservation and you're sitting at one of those picnic tables in the back you know i'm pretty sure that you're right in that in that regard so i'm pretty because they have a little sign that they literally hold up and show you as you're you know there yeah. because the and as i was like oh you know i'm here blah, blah blah she was like oh you're gonna have one of these tables and held up a picture of the car table she's like you know it's just gonna be a couple minutes so that must be how they do that which yeah makes i'm pretty sure it sense. is you can't stick someone who's made a reservation at one of those tables right you know uh so we went we ate there that was great as always Mm -hmm. now are you now moseying over to uh, toy story land no now we're going back because i have to build a droid oh okay uh the droid building is hectic that place is like slammed right and like it all comes out on a conveyor belt right yeah now there's not a crazy amount of pieces so you know Coming out on a conveyor belt sounds like, oh, my gosh, I'll never find the piece I want. There's not so many pieces that you're not going to get it. Right. Like, you're going to get the your the, whatever piece it is you want. It's going to be there. Right. Um, and then you have to go and assemble it, which isn't hard, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I did enjoy that whole process also. It's not the show that the lightsaber one is. Right. But, you know, building a droid is awesome. I ended up on this trip building both a BB and an R-series. And I can tell you that the BB droids are a little lame. 
Really? I, I guess unless you have a really, really open space that you can use them. They're just not as easily controlled as the R-Series ones. Okay. Nor are the, like, customizations you can make through, like, clips and stickers and stuff the same. Now, did Ethan, so, did Ethan and Abby build droids, too? Abby does not care. She just wanted a Porg and a okay. Lothcat. So, Ethan... Yeah, Ethan built a first order droid, which is just all black and silver, and it's the coolest thing ever. Is it a BB or? And I will say, it's an R series. It's an R five. The um, the so we got the customization stickers to silver out one part that's orange on his, which is cool. But the personality chips you can buy are extremely awesome all those r2s all those r series make the same r2 sounds like you know and love like you're like oh okay when you put the personality chips in it it changes the entire like sounds that's so neat yeah ethan's just makes the most guttural like almost negative first order sound you can (laughs) imagine it's fantastic oh that's so awesome so yeah we did that i listen i love star wars land i'll never drink the blue milk ever again you didn't like Uh, it huh uh, it's not that I didn't like it. You, you don't love it. No, you don't love it. It's not like, oh my gosh, this is great. Like, I get it that, like, you know, we're trying to counter butterbeer, but haha, you did not. No. Like, I could drink butterbeers by the gallon. Yeah, exactly. That blue milk, like, I was, like, trying to, like, I, I don't even know if we finished it. We might have thrown it out. I, I've never successfully finished a blue milk. No, it's tough. And I mean, we were drinking it between four people. So, did, it, did anyone get the green? I, after the blue, I could not do a green. Yeah, the green is worse. So yeah, that's what I hear. Like I can enjoy, it, but the thing with the blue milk is it's brain freeze central. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, if you drink that even a little fast, you're you're in for a rough time. Um, all right. So what else? What else is going on on this day? I did go over to Toy Story Land super briefly so that we could ride the uh, alien saucers. Aliens rolling saucers. Okay. Which I thought was cool. Now, had you done Toy Story Land yet? No, no, this was the first time. All right, so overall, what's what was your impression of Toy Story Land? I think it's okay. It's extremely open to the sun, which you know is like always weird to yeah. me for me. Yeah. Um, I think it's okay. I I can't imagine like I, that's not it's not a draw for me in any way, shape, or form. Um, on our last day, I ended up doing Slinky Dog, and we got to meet Bo Peep and Woody. Awesome. I think it's cool. I I don't see myself really having to be in there very often. What'd you think of Slinky Dog Dash? Uh liked it. Yeah. Liked it. You know I'm hesitant about doing any kind of roller coaster. I mean that's a really fun roller coaster though. It is, and it was more intense than like I imagined like a kid coaster being. I told you. But I thought it was fun. Um super short. Yeah. I don't understand people waiting these immense wait times for it. No, I don't either. I've never I, I yeah, I could um, and again, you didn't eat at Woody's lunchbox because you have the deluxe. Yeah, bread. no, we had just eaten, right? <sighs> um, all right, so, so so all right. So day two, we ended up going to the boathouse for dinner. Oh yeah, how was that? I really liked it. It was really nice. It's a great, great place. Yeah, it was. It, I I imagine I will be doing that again next year. That did one Abby, was. Did Abby get the macaroni and cheese with the seafood in it? Yes, she did. She loved it. It's really good. I had that last time. Uh, she liked that. Heather made us get a baked Alaska for dessert, which is oh, just enormous. Yeah. Um. So everyone could that worked out really well for everyone. And the baked Alaska, the dessert is included with the deluxe dining plan, right? Yeah. So it's an appetizer. So it's all Oof, way too much food. Yeah, way My too concern much. was 
going into this trip was timing. I can remember the last time I did deluxe, your meals become so lengthy because of appetizer, meal, mm-hmm. dessert. Uh, I didn't have that problem this time. They really did kind of like scoot you along, but in like an acceptable way, you right, know? Right. Makes so, sense. uh, and we were also kind of like cognizant of that. So we were looking out for, you know, like ordering our meal, like, you know, when we were kind of like that. So everything kind of moved pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So that was okay. Okay. So after, so after that, you're back, at, you're back to the resort. Now we're on to day three. Yeah. So right. day three, we went to animal kingdom. Really, you're saving Magic Kingdom for last. Yeah, it just worked out weird this trip because Star Wars took such precedent. Right. You know, and also let me say that there was a little bit of rain on the second day, but that was pretty much it for the whole trip. The rest of the trip was sunny in 88. Okay. So that all worked out good. We went to Animal Kingdom. Uh, We did Donald's Safari Breakfast in the morning, which is Abigail's favorite. Um, Later start to the day, I think our reservation was 930 or 945. Okay. So uh, I knew we had the Christmas party that night, so I didn't want Halloween us up. party. You mean? Yeah, sorry, the Halloween party. I didn't want us up crazy, crazy early. So Animal Kingdom went, you know, perfectly. Uh, you know, kind of exactly what we wanted. We didn't really. So we had breakfast. We didn't eat a lunch that day. We kind of just got some snacks here and there to kind of like fill that spot because I knew we were going to be stuffed from a larger breakfast. Yeah. Um. So that was great. We did fly a passage. Perfect. Which is always good. We did the safari, which is always good. I'm trying to think if we did banged out anything else. I did, did you not happen go... to see the baby hippo? I did not see the baby hippo. He's not out very much anymore. Yeah, did but... not see the baby hippo. Yeah. Um, I did not ride. My kids were trying to talk me into going on Everest. I did not do it. Um, I've just decided I cannot do Everest. I can't conquer that. Uh... You can't conquer the mountain. Nope. Nope, don't I have to be. I really have to be in a certain mood to do Everest. The last like five times my friends have gone on, I've chickened out. It's so funny. I'm like, I'm, you know what? I'm not gonna do it. So they're like, okay. So they got off that ride. I was in the store waiting for them, and my wife and my daughter are like, yeah, no, good thing you didn't do that. They're like, we forgot about how that was, and I'm like, the oh. only the part for me that makes me like, I don't like, I don't like when it goes up in the beginning, and you can see how high up you are. It really makes. I don't me like feel that weird. either. Yeah. Uh, so did you get your uh, I'm sorry did you get your um your soft serve ice cream? I didn't. We were so full. Yeah. Uh it's traditions breaking all around, huh? I know, right? Yeah. Uh I did clean up on PhotoPass pictures that day though, so that was solid. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. Animal Kingdom still probably out of there by like 2:30. I was, I was just going to ask if you did a full day there or if you were out of there yeah. early. Yeah. No, what did you do for the rest I, of the day? Uh, we went back to the room. We had the enchanted dining at um, at the Wilderness Lodge. Oh, okay. How was that? So we had that coming up for dinner. So I knew Abby wanted to get in her dress, and we were going to the party that night. She, and, and she was in her lunch. her um, dress for the um, with as the parasol girl, right? Yes, which was the most fantastic thing ever. She was like, "Thank you again." Uh, yes, to- I mean it was awesome. Uh, she was so giddy. So. We did the Enchanted Dining, which I thought was really cool for a one-credit meal and a character meal on top of that. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Got a nice awesome. prime rib. Ooh, nice. Yeah. It was actually really good. Very nice. So then it's Halloween party right after that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so the Halloween party is, like, really where, like, you know, day three of a trip and the Halloween party is really, like, where your, like, you know, metal gets kind of tested in a way because you are, yeah. you've are you been walking, like, so much. Oh, yeah. It's just crazy. 
but I thought the Halloween party went really well. Um, I like all the, I didn't, it's funny. One of my friends went the night before and he said he wanted to get the Elvis stitch picture. And he's like, the wait was like 45 minutes. I went in there. There was nobody in there. Okay. So I don't know if it's the time that I went or it's weird. I found that the characters that they have inside buildings, so you can't just see them when you're walking by, right. had almost no weight. That makes but sense. Like, but the character who is out and about, like they want, my kids wanted to get um, a Tweedledee Tweedledum, right? Right. So we got them, but that weight was like long. So we're all kind of ready to go at this point, right? We've like stocked up on tons of candy. We did pirates with the people in it, which was wonderful. Did they do Space Mountain um, with the lights out? No, they had almost no interest in doing that, actually. Uh, I mean, we got to see it while we were on the TTA because you have to ride the TTA when you're. Of course uh at the halloween party so uh, at the end of the night the kids are beat and like everyone's like super tired and i'm like you know what i need to go and check the line for the seven dwarfs just because like i would kick myself if it was like a 15 minute wait right you know what i mean i've waited like two hours to meet the seven dwarfs right so i'm like i have to at least go over there and take a look we went over there and took a look it was a 15 minute wait oh nice so you got it you got a picture of course we got a picture. I, I told other people who have gone to the Halloween party this, and they said that is not how it was when I was there. But I'm telling you, any of the characters who were kind of like in buildings, there was a virtually no wait the night I was there. Oh, very nice. So, And it was sold out. So it was like, you know, Max. Okay. Did you guys do the Hocus Pocus show? No. Parade? Uh, yes. How was the new That's- Halloween fireworks? Did you do that? Uh, we saw it while we were doing stuff. It seemed cool. Okay. I actually really like the additions to the parade, like the bride and stuff. Yeah. That was like really cool. That parade's also like our favorite parade. I'm not a parade. It, it's everybody's favorite parade. That parade is just it's just unbelievable. Yeah, I love Booty You. Fantastic. It's so, so good. Now I'm assuming the next day is a, is just a regular Magic Kingdom day. Yes. Okay. That was just going to be straight up Magic Kingdom, which everyone was really excited to kind of do it back to back because, you know, we got to see a lot of things at night, but we didn't like ride the rides we wanted to. So we did. We we started with Crystal Palace and did a Magic Kingdom day. It was interesting because this day was really crowded. Was it a weekend? Uh, It was was a weekend. Yeah, makes sense. Um, You know, I'm not even uh, a planning part on, on my side. I'm not even used to doing Magic Kingdom this late into a trip. Yeah. So, you know, probably an error on my part. Uh, we did the things we wanted to do. We had fast passes for like Big Thunder. And, you know, we did we did Haunted Mansion the night before at the party. Okay. By the way, the photo pass pictures for Haunted Mansion stuff, which, you know, I love. Fantastic. Yeah. Also, something where if you couldn't see it, there was no line. I'll give you an example. They have a first off, when you ride the ride and you exit, they have a photo pass picture right at the hearse. Yeah. Where put like a driver on the hearse. Mm-hmm. There is then a photo pass picture out front where you can take a picture holding a lantern next to the plaque that is Haunted Mansion. Uh-huh. That had like a 20-minute wait. Oh, wow. But I'm like, I got to do it. It's Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Right? So I did it. All four of us got the picture. It's fantastic. fantastic. We went to the ye old Christmas shop because Heather loves going in there. And as I walked around back, I saw a photo pass person. So I'm like, oh, like what is this a picture for? She's like, oh, it's the Hatbox Ghost Magic Shop. Oh. So I'm like, need this so there's there's no one there kevin i don't mean a couple people i mean there's no one back there huh so i'm like huh 
So I'm like, okay, so the four of us get this picture. It's awesome. I'm like, do you know where the one with the hitchhiking ghost is? She's like, yeah, my friend right here is doing it. And points to her friend, who is also standing there with no one completely bored. <laughs> and I'm like, this is fantastic. No one can see this area back there, the uh-huh. area behind uh, the Christmas shop. Right. So no one's coming over here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow. So we took a bunch of pictures. I made sure Abigail got like a solo shot with the ghost because, you know, she's in her dress and everything. Right. So I then say to the second uh, photo photographer, I also want to meet the grave diggers. Is that what they are? The guys like uh, who are in the parade. Yeah. She's like, oh, they're right here and just points to the gazebo. And there they are. Also with nobody there. With nobody there. So I'm like, oh, OK. And I just walk in and we take a picture with them. I'm like that. I thought I was going to have to devote an hour to this to getting those pictures. you got it in like what 10 minutes there's no one there it was fantastic so i was really happy about that and there's we actually got a couple there is a really cool magic shot that they do at the party where uh someone is holding like the poison apple above a cauldron so we got that in okay a very cool. on main street i thought that was pretty cool um so party big success kids were you know thrilled Next day, we start with Crystal Palace, as I told you. That's fantastic, as always. Banged out our Magic Kingdom day. But I do have to tell you, it was really crowded. So much so that, like, my daughter at one point, we were trying to find, like, a table to sit down and had, like, almost like a mini panic attack. Just from the sheer, like, you know. Like the sheer number of people that are there. And, you know, you got to remember, she's not you know she's like short so she like can't really see over anyone she was like she had a, a moment where she had like a little meltdown okay like i was just upset and you know so we sat down and i kind of made the this is this is probably around like one o'clock one thirty. i kind of made the executive decision to kind of get us out of there and go back to the room and let's just chill out and i knew we were coming back for be our guest and I think that even though like it's still warm, like when the sun goes down, like a lot of that like oppression you feel from like the heat like yes. changes. Yes. So I was like, all right, well instead of doing this and staying till be our guest, why don't we go back to the room, hang for a couple hours, come back, do be our guest, and stay at night, which is what we did, and that worked out pretty okay. It sounds like a so, solid plan. Yeah, that was all all pretty solid. I think we actually we actually went in the pool, the quiet pool right by our room. So awesome. Yeah, that worked out pretty good. Um, Magic Kingdom. I would have liked to have spent more time. The last day of my trip was originally going to be another Magic Kingdom day, but I feel like I made the right call in switching it to another studios day. I had kind of gut feeling Ethan and I would want to do Star Wars again, and I was correct. So so after this Magic Kingdom day, we did our Epcot day. I honestly, I know it's going to sound terrible. I don't have too much to say about Epcot. No, I get it. Like I totally get it. It was great. I mean, we spent a lot of time in World Showcase almost because I felt like I had to. Uh, we ate at Germany for lunch, which was wonderful. We had La Salle dinner, which is always the best meal on your entire trip. Mm-hmm. But you know, I love Future World, and it just—it's just—it feels so different right now. I was a little bummed out about it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so that part's kind of like hard. Listen, we did Figment. We did you know Spaceship Earth again. We did Mission Space. Green side, right? I'm not gonna risk the orange side. Yeah, no, so, don't. Even if, even though it's orange, I know I do love orange, but nope, we went green, which is funny because at one point we were sitting down at a meal, and my daughter's like, "What's she likes Mission Space?" She's like, "What's the wait time for Mission Space?" And I'm like, "Oh, 60 minutes." 
So she's like, oh, okay. So when we walked by, it's like, oh, orange side, 60 minutes. Green side, 10 minutes. And I realized, oh, on the app, you're never really going to see both. Right. You're just going to see that orange side. So if you're only interested in writing the green side, the app is never going to be an accurate representation of what the wait time is. Mm. So we banged out Epcot. That was fantastic. But the last day we got to go back to galaxy's edge which is what i really wanted i mean it's funny when i think about this trip i strictly think like galaxy's edge i thought it was the best we did pretty much the same plan we did our resort uh you know luggage check-in for the airline and everything and Mm -hmm. then went there we were there pretty early i did get right outside the gate to batu is the french toast pretzel yes how did you enjoy this i haven't had it yet. i thought it was good i don't know how they serve it with syrup that thing is so sweet it needs no syrup yeah but it is nice so it's right outside galaxy's edge and there's oh, i thought bench- it was outside of uh, toy story land at that no well where i got it, it's right outside galaxy's edge okay because there's all those benches that kind of line that row Mm-hmm. So we got a couple breakfast things and like sat down and yeah, I, I couldn't have done it the first day being that close to galaxy's edge. Like, oh I, no, you had to I, just get in there. But the, the second time, uh, worked out great. So I was able to kind of just to sit down and eat a quick breakfast. And then we went in and, and, you know, banged out galaxy's edge again. I built the second droid. Um, we did not ride the Falcon. So this was Columbus day. So I did not – the wait time was extensive. It was not 65 minutes that day. Yeah, no, I would That's assume. That's when I saw the line stretching all the way past, like, the cantina. And I'm like, I, I feel like the line, like, is oh, – I mean, they handle it well because they have people, you know, there with the signs. Like, this yeah. is the end of the line. Um, so I thought I mean, the first great. day that it opened, that line was back in the, re- in the resistance base. Oh, yeah, it had to be, right? Yeah. So that's the day I really got to go through the shops, like, and just kind of, especially because I had no agenda, I kind of purchased everything I needed to purchase for everyone. Right. Um, so I kind of really got to go through the shops and the bazaar area and just like, you know, look at things. We actually went to Docking Bay 7 and got those juices that they have. Mm-hmm. Those things are great. And we sat in there for a little bit. It's, you know, that last day when you have no agenda on a day at Disney as a vacationer, it's fantastic because you're, you are literally just hanging out. Yeah. You know, so we'd sat around and talked, and as far as, like, instead of, like, rushing to the next place, like, you know, we kind of just were, like, going over the things that we, like, you know, loved about everything. It was great. Um, Really liked it. That's the day I actually, we went over to Toys R Us, and I rode uh, Slinky Dog. Perfect. So that all worked out pretty well. And then we were just, you know, universally bummed that we couldn't ride Great Movie Ride, and, you know, then headed back to the resort. Was this your first No Great Movie Ride trip? I think last time was also. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm pretty sure you would have had it. Yeah, I feel like it's been closed forever. Yeah, it pretty much has been. So I did see a number of people with Great Movie Ride shirts. Interesting, trip, okay. Which always bummed me out. So I feel like I'm not alone in my, you know, missing of the Great Movie Ride. You are very much not alone in that regard. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I miss it very, very deeply. So no, no, uh, fan. did you see Epcot forever at all? No. No, it's weird how my trips have changed over the years that like we're now like super early people instead yeah. of super late. I don't remember you set to mentioning any fireworks show. Yeah, I don't. I mean, other than what we saw at the Halloween party, yeah, I don't think which we saw any Even fireworks. then was just kind of in passing. Yeah, but I'm not a crazy fireworks person. You know yeah, that. I get that. I get that. All right. So anything else you wanted to add about the trip? 
Uh, I'm sure I'll come up with more details over next weeks and like throw them in there. But yeah, no, I, yeah. I, listen, feeling good was the number one priority. So I was really happy about that. Yeah. Um, I have also decided that we, you know, we've kind of flip flopped between land and world over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I think I, you know, I told my kids already, like, I think next year we are going back to world again. I just need to, yeah, I need to make Disney world my home park again. You really yeah, do. I've, I, I've, I've been, I've been rooting for that. They are so vastly different trips, though. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's it. They are. It's like going to two completely separate things. Mm-hmm. I mean, for my daughter who loves Big Thunder Mountain, if we go to Disneyland for a weekend, she's riding that ride six times. Yeah. I mean, you're just not doing that in Disney World. No, you know, you're also not doing it because there's so much more to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it, it's pros and cons both ways. But uh, man, I'm already. I'm like two weeks back, and I'm already kind of like uh, planning Jones the next one. Or more Disney World. Calling Dave Weikert and uh, being like... I actually do need to call him. I need to ask him some questions. So so before we end the show, I wanted to ask you about a non-park specific thing. What did you think of that Rise of Skywalker trailer? I liked it. Did you? I liked that they didn't give too much away see i don't like they did that they didn't give enough like i feel like with this movie like after after the last jedi you know and i've come around in the last jedi a little bit more like i i actually can see good things in the movie now uh i can't i know you can't but like i feel like they really need like the jj abrams vague trailers aren't gonna cut it for this one like they really need to pull pull people in and you know solo showed us that like just putting Star Wars on something isn't enough for that anymore. Um, I don't think that's Solo's fault per se, as much as it is Last Jedi. But well, no, I'm saying like after the Last Jedi, you know, like Solo didn't do very well because slapping the word Star Wars on things didn't have the goodwill that it once had. Right. I so here's the thing. I I think that this trailer kind of tried to you know pull on your heartstrings as like the last Star Wars, you know of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. So I understand what they're going for and trying to sell it to the people. It really does not give you much about the plot, but I don't think they really could have. Uh, I, I just I, wanted to see Palpatine. Like, I know I, like I just, I'm nervous. Like, here's the thing to end this franchise. They brought JJ back because they right. need to stick the landing. The one thing in JJ Abrams entire career that he has never successfully done is stick the landing on something. I think this is going to be good. I, I want it to be good, and I hope it's going to be good, and I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about it. Um, yeah, I'm 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 in. Like I'm, I'm well, in. I've already bought trailer. my I've already bought my ticket. I'll be going to New Brunswick because I'll, I'll be in New Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll be up for Christmas. I was going to ask if you bought tickets, right? But okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Fingers crossed. Are you going to Dolby? Yes, I got Dolby tickets. Um, I was going to say. I am, like, I, the, the thing I'm most worried about is the Palpatine's just going to be a Force ghost. I don't see them doing that. No, I, I can't see them doing it either. But, yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, it's just a wait and see kind of thing. You know, it's funny as we talk about that. I think about like listeners who don't necessarily care about Star Wars, which is cool. Right. Um, and I was having a conversation with someone who did not like Galaxy's Edge, and I'm like, "Well, dude, it's not going to be like a like a theme park." And they're like, "Why? Why not? Why wouldn't they build a Star Wars theme park?" 
And I'm like, I don't know if people get it. Like, not everyone loves Star Wars. Everyone does, yeah. Yeah. Like, you cannot love, like, Disney films, go to Magic Kingdom, and still find things to enjoy and do there. Right. Uh, You know, you can go to – not everything's about a Disney movie there, you know? Right. If you're going to make an IP-exclusive theme park, you are going to have people who are never going to that one because they don't really care about Star Wars. I agree. So I I think, you know, again, I think any kind of this, like – perception about galaxy's edge is is like misperception in the sense that they you know expected more you know when disney's talking about how huge it is and like how expand like i think people are like oh it's gonna be enormous i mean well and and, you know and that's the thing that like really bugs me with a lot of like because i've been watching a lot of like youtube videos since the rise of skywalker trailer came out and then it's always like you know the problem you know after the after the last jedi you know solo flopped and galaxy's edge failed and i'm like galaxy's edge did not fail yeah, I don't. I don't quite get the in, galaxies that yeah, failed thing. But. In, in what universe did this fail? I, I I don't. Yeah, because it was designed like to move people through quickly. Like that's like it's not. It's not like it's not crowded in there. It's crowded. Well. You know, listen. I'm sure they've hit like major bumps in the road, and I'm going to tell you one of them right now. My son purchased Ahsoka Tano's lightsabers. Okay. Okay, so listen to this. Tell me what you think. So it's a set. It's like, uh, you know, you've seen her lightsabers. So her shorter hilt in the Clone Wars, she also has a shorter blade that goes in it. They make a shorter blade. It's a 26-inch blade. He's like, I'm going to get that one. I'm like, okay. So he gets the blade. Uh, He didn't need to get a long blade because he could use mine. So I'm like, we're good to go. So when we went in there, Ethan was like, I just want to see it lit up because they're white. And the guy at the counter is like, I can only light up one, but I can show it to you. So we're like, sure, that's cool. He lights up the small one, hands it to Ethan. Ethan's like, oh, this is exactly what I want. Cool, we'll take it. So we're good to go. I get home with all of our swag, right, which has now arrived. Uh-huh. And we put our blades into both of these lightsabers, and they don't match. One's not really white. Ooh. So I'm like, interesting. So I immediately think about the guy who made such a big point to tell us, I can't light both up. I can only light up this one. And I'm like, okay, which did seem weird to me, but I, th- I don't know. I thought maybe they didn't want someone holding two or something. That's weird. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. So I start looking on YouTube reviews to see what they say about it. And they all like love it, but they all say at the end, like, if you look, this one kind of isn't really the same. It has a yellow to it. So I'm like, huh, that's not even my problem. My problem is that Ethan's short blade, his 26-inch blade, which is pure white, has a pink ring in it about five inches up the blade. And I mean pink, not like, oh, faint. I mean, like, bad. Right. So, okay, listen, we got this. I know they picked out the the, the fault in my lightsaber blade, so we're just going to call. And, you know, I've done this before. I've had things show up, like, broken. So... We call and they're like, okay, here's what you have to do. Unlike in the past where they kind of just take your word and are like, we'll send you a new one, send that back. Right. Which I'm cool with. I'll do whatever it takes. I, none of this bothers me. I run a store. I know how things like that are. They're like, you need to send the following information in an email. So they gave you a, a number to put in the, in, the, um, in the box and you had to send an email with pictures of the receipt, the damage item, yada, yada, yada. Okay. No problem. Did that, sent it off, get that thing on its way. Excellent. When calling to follow up on it, because this is all going to the Galaxy's Edge team. I guess there is a team specifically handling their merchandise issues. 
Right. When following up on it, because for me, if I send an email to Disney after a phone call, I'm assuming this kind of gets turned around like relatively fast. They told us the response time to my email was eight weeks. What? And they apologized. This isn't normally like how it works like for Disney parks, but eight weeks might be faster. <sighs> might. Wow. That's crazy, right? That is pretty crazy. I can't believe eight weeks. So, you know, I'm not I'm not a believer at Galaxy's Edge is a, is a failure, especially before Rise of Resistance is even open. But I, I do think they are having some some issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so. that makes sense. But right. uh, listen, I, I think it's all great. Anything else you wanted to add this week? No, no, I've had a lot. I'm glad you guys had a great trip. And, uh, it was fantastic. That's going to do for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you for joining us, and thank you, Pete, for sharing your trip with us. And, folks, if you love our good friend Peter Mandel and his wonderful Disney trips, uh, take go over to his store, Rogue Comics in Cranford, New Jersey, at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016, or go to RogueComics.com, where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. If you are planning a trip to Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, Adventures by Disney, any Disney resort throughout the known world, or Universal Orlando, check out our friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you um, and if you're renting a cripper stroller on that vacation make sure you look up our friends over at kingdomstrollers.com who will rent you the best cripper stroller for your next disney vacation uh, and folks uh please uh like and subscribe to the morty monster youtube channel uh he hasn't posted anything in about a week he's been a little busy lately but he is raring to go and he's set to get out there again uh sometime this week to the parks to start filming again so um Check it out, facebook.com slash Morty Monster. Uh, Instagram at Morty Monster and Friends. And um, you could also, uh, Twitter, he's Morty Monster BFF. And of course, there's also the YouTube channel, which you can find links to on Facebook. Uh, so thank you guys for joining us again this and every week. Pete, any closing words? I hope we get to do this again next week. Yeah, we will. Uh, folks, please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse.